A hundred years ago, I walked away from mankind, from a century of horrors. Man made a world where standing together is impossible. Man is still good. We fight, we kill, we betray one another. But we can rebuild. We can do better. We will. We have to. Welcome back to the Comic Book Bullies with Nerd is the New Bully. I'm your host, Leroy, with my co-host. This is Eli. Um, and, yeah, we are late today, but, oh, well, whatever. The, yeah, we're <laughs> we the lost. Schedule, not we're schedule. the Comic Bullies, the lost. Right. <laughs> Basically. Uh, we've been having some troubles this this uh, week. Eli, especially. Eli, now, what happened to you this week? Oh, I was, uh, I got banned from Facebook for 24 hours. <clears throat> oh, you sent a dick pic? I did not send dick pics. No. Oh. <laughs> you gotta have a good reason to get. I, yeah, I don't. Yeah, I. No one wants to see my dick. You know, <laughs> I, I don't like seeing my dick. You know? <laughs> um. No, I. I posted. I was watching the football game. I'm in Minnesota, so I was watching the football game, the the Vikings versus the Redskins, and I posted yep. about the Redskins, like fuck the Redskins, uh, go Vikings, and then I posted a pic, uh, the clip from Natural Born Killers. Where uh, Rodney Dangerfield is watching the wrestling and Tatanka, the wrestler, and he's like, kill the fucking Indian. Uh, <laughs> wow. I thought it was a joke. It was funny, you know, and it yeah. was kind of like a comment on the Redskins. And uh, um, yeah, I I tried to get on Facebook yesterday and, and post something. And it said I could not saying that my po- my Redskin post was violated the terms and conditions um, of fi- <laughs> Facebook saying it was raci- raci- racism and hate speech. <laughs> what the? F- yeah, it's Facebook. I see that shit on my timeline every day. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's ironic, you know, me being native, me being right. a Native American, saying "fuck the Redskins." Right. And You're racist towards natives. I'm so. ra- I'm being racist. <laughs> Meanwhile, the, the the actual team name is using this racist name. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I just thought you're it was- being racist to the team known as the Redskins. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought that was, that was a good bit of irony. So I couldn't post. I couldn't message you. I was trying to get a hold of you. And so, yeah, right, I, I, I've been kicked off Facebook before, but I've still been able to message before. No, I, I, I've never been kicked off Facebook um, until yesterday. And I, yeah, I, I, I tried sending you a message and it said you cannot post. You cannot comment on anybody's uh, uh, threads or anything. So, yeah, I couldn't get a hold of anybody. That's just 
remarkable how much Facebook has taken over my life. Like I, that's yeah, where I, I, that's where I get a hold of everybody. I kicked off that time. I was just sitting around like, oh, shit, well, I can't do anything until Facebook comes back on. So you kind of count the hours until then. And it really sucks if it's your day off, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sitting around waiting. If, if you're working, it's okay, you know. Yeah, and I was like, well, how do I well, – we're supposed to record the podcast tonight. I better get a hold of Leroy. He's like, well, shit. He's always telling me to get on Twitter, so lo and behold, <laughs> I signed up for Twitter <laughs> just to get a hold you of you. Signed, you yeah. finally have crossed the door yes. side. Yes, ju- just so I could find you. <laughs> <laughs> the so ocean, how did you find I, me? I crossed you. oceans of time <laughs> to find you <laughs> in the Twitter. But, but how, did, how did you find me on Twitter? That's the thing. Um, I think I, I went to your well, I, I went to your Facebook page. Looking for like an email or something, like maybe I could email you. And then it said Twitter, whatever, JJ Spade. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So then I just searched JJ Spade and there you were. And I was like, well, hey. And then I, you know, had to sign up and all that shit. And, uh, and then sent you a message, you know, tweet. Awesome. I, I sent I've a tweet. I've been telling you to get Twitter for the longest time. <laughs> yeah. Still don't know what the big deal is, but uh, I, and I, I mean, you up, get to see Trump say stupid shit all the time. Basically, you know? yeah, I, I was seeing all the stuff that you follow. I was like, hey, <laughs> Jason Fabok, Scott Snyder, you know, Greg Capullo. I'm sure, I'll follow these guys. Yeah, <laughs> and you get some good inside information from them. Also, you get it, you get it on Twitter before it hits like everything else. So yeah, <laughs> it's pretty so, cool. It's pretty cool. So cool. Yeah. So. yeah. So I'm on yeah, there. Yeah, but like uh, I said, now that you're on Twitter, now we can actually have like Twitter tags. You know, we can be more professional. Follow Comic Book Bullies at JJ Spade and what was it? Thaws Jaws? What was it? Oh, Thrash Jaws. That's my gamer. Thrash fan. Jaws. There that's, it is. That's so my follow Thrash Jaws, everybody. <laughs> at Thrash. Yeah, I don't. And I, that's the thing. I got to figure out how this works. You know, I'm, I'm <laughs> so used to once you have once you have a Twitter following. Now you just get followers and you just say stupid shit and they retweet you. And okay. that's pretty much it. OK. Yeah. <laughs> and as you can see, Twitter is as a little bit more lenient than Facebook. So, yeah, apparently because of our president, you know, <laughs> I, I suppose. Yeah. I mean, it's threatening. <laughs> oh, you the funny story about the guy that had his last day uh, on the job of Twitter. He deleted Trump's uh, Twitter account. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they put it back up for the whole day for twenty four hours. And I was Trump. wondering, I'm like, why do I keep seeing Trump shit on here? Then I look, I was like, it's Leroy keeps reposting <laughs> Trump's tweets. I'm like, why? Because <laughs> he's always saying some stupid shit, man. So I gotta retweet it. Because a lot of times people don't believe he's saying this shit, you know. So I gotta retweet it. <laughs> like that's him. But right. en- enough of that. Right. <laughs> follow Thrash Jaws. Follow JJ Spade. Follow Donald Trump on Twitter, whatever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, back to the podcast. Okay. So, like I said, Bast, uh, the issues, of course, we have an important date coming up, Eli. Uh, we have 11 17 17. Oh, yes. That's just a couple days away. The day of all days. Yeah. Matter mm-hmm. of fact, actually, I've already bought my tickets for Justice League. I've already bought my tickets because when I bought my tickets for Thor Ragnarok, they were actually almost sold out. So I'm like, oh, that is not going to happen again. So I went ahead and ordered my tickets for Justice League like two days ago. They were almost sold out then. Oh, damn. Well, you, you know? don't you live like like in a one-horse town or something? I, yeah, <laughs> I do. Yeah, Bumfuck, Mississippi. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so I don't have that so problem here. It's easy so, for the, you know, the theaters to fill up pretty quickly. So. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have that problem. I, I mean, it's for, like on opening nights, yeah, there might be a little – it might be a little hard to see something, but eventually I'll find a, a place to see it at. You know, I'm I'm, yeah, an, I'm, just, I'm in a major metropolitan area. So. 
Like, because I'm trying to see it on on, on Thursday. So actually, I'm not going to see it on 1117. I'm going to see it on 1116. So mm. I'm going to see it a little bit early when he got my ticket. But it's like it's like one theater that has it on Thursday. So everybody's trying to fill up and see it on that on that day. You know, before they can. You know, before it uh sold out. So. Hopefully I get a chance to uh see it. I, I hopefully I can watch it before spoilers are given away because I'm hearing spoilers are giving away left and right on the internet right now because even though you might be hearing this podcast today, two days ago, I think they had the actually world premiere of it. You know, yeah. so they had so so a lot of people have already seen the movie and I'm trying to avoid spoilers and you know, delete anybody on my timeline that's already spoiling it from the beginning. So yeah. So yeah. but other than that, critics they actually, I think today's today's Tuesday. Tomorrow will be Wednesday. Well, you're hearing this will be Wednesday. I think the day after Thursday we'll actually get the Rotten Tomato scores. Oh, okay. So know what they say. So hopefully it'll be a lot higher than the other movies. Hey, hey, can't be worse. So shit. <laughs> so we'll see where they go from there. But yeah, so far we hearing it's in the step in the right direction. That's what I'm hearing. So, but we'll we'll get to see it because the thing about these comic book movies, comic book fans are going to look at it from a different lens than, say, movie critics. Yeah. So we're not going to look at it the same way. We're going to pick apart, oh, did they do this right? Oh, did they, you know, get this right from the comic? Did they get this Easter egg right? Yeah. Did they yeah. follow this? Because we're going to look for things that, you know, movie critics don't look for. And Eli, me and you, we've seen a movie or two. So I'm not saying we're movie critics, but kind of we are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we, we, can, we can separate that lens like, okay, this is what the comics are like, but this is what the movies are like. Like we can separate those things also. So I think uh, overall, comic book fans are going to look at it from a different lens to say movie fans, or even the average moviegoer. We're going to look at it from a different lens, you know. Yeah. But we'll definitely see. But one thing that was released already was the Justice League soundtrack. Uh, Eli, did you get a chance to listen to it? Because I sent you a link. No, I did not. Because I, I I thought there was going to be like song. I don't like because the song titles. Tend to reveal spoilers, so I didn't even. Oh yeah, they do. I, 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 yeah, I've pretty much been in the dark. I haven't watched any of the clips. I haven't been watching any of the trailers. Of... I'm like, fuck it, you know. I, I want to go in as blindly as I can, you know. After how many trailers that we've already seen. I'm trying and, to also, but if I watch an episode of Arrow, they keep showing Justice League uh, trailers. <laughs> I know there's a lot of TV spots going around. And, I'm like, know. fuck. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying not to see this shit, man. But they keep showing they're spoiling trailers for me. But yeah, that's what's going on right now. I did. I went ahead and listened to the soundtrack, and I gotta say something, Eli. <sighs> I miss Hans Zimmer okay. already. I'm oh, sorry. so the, yeah, that's I, right. I, this I, is the soundtrack uh, doesn't hold up as good. Elfman, Danny Elfman did this one. Danny Elfman did this one. Oh. Danny Elfman, for those that are you know not, not a part of the initiated, you know, Danny Elfman is the uh, soundtrack pretty much of all the Tim Burton movies. Including like the original Batman movies. He did a soundtrack to Spider-Man. He also did the soundtrack of the very, very underrated Hulk movie. Now, that movie sucked, but that soundtrack was awesome. Like I it just, was just I, as good. I as, just remember like the, the girls chanting and singing like, oh That was awesome though. While while the while the Hulk is jumping through the air, getting all the <laughs> And staring at grasshoppers and shit. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> And so yeah, but like I said, but uh, but here's another thing. Here's another movie that Danny Elfman did recently. The last movie I think he did was uh, Age of Ultron. Oh really? Yeah, he did Age of Ultron, and I think he also did Amazing Spider-Man Two. Hmm. And so let's just say his later work is not as iconic as his previous work. Yeah. yeah. So 
because nobody remembers Age of Ultron score, you know. No. Uh, so I'm I'm listening to this and I'm thinking like, oh, is Danny Elfman gonna work or are we just throwing in for nostalgia purposes alone? And that's basically what it is. It's nostalgia purposes alone because I'm listening to the soundtrack and it pretty much sounds like the background noise. But every now and then you hear like you know the classic '89 Batman theme song. Oh, okay. You'll hear some of that weaved in between some of you're like oh that's pretty interesting then it go away and then you're back to the the monotonous shit you listened to before like oh okay so it doesn't have that junky xl feel you know it didn't have that wonder woman score you know well, yeah like because yeah that, that's like the only the speaking of the, the score i mean and memorable you know tunes i i think the wonder woman is the only one that i can think of that i can actually remember how it goes because i don't now, remember I, can, I don't know Hans Zimmer's Superman score, just other than the piano. Like, <laughs> well, the funny thing is Hans Zimmer didn't do the Wonder Woman score. Oh, oh, really? He didn't do it, uh, okay. even though it's on the soundtrack. Basically what it was, uh, Hans Zimmer and Junkie XL were looking for the Wonder Woman score. Like, we need a Wonder Woman score to pop. We need it to jump out at us. They couldn't find anything. So they actually found a cellist. She's an Asian cellist named something. I can't remember the top of my head. She's the one that made the Wonder Woman uh, theme song. Matter of fact, she has a whole video up of her making the song and repeating everything like that. So she's just playing on her cello. And, yeah, she was awesome. So she's the one that made the, the Wonder Woman theme song. And they just made some beats and stuff like that on top of it. So that's her. why her song, her, her theme music sounds so different from everything else in the, yeah. in the movie. And so. that I can remember. It's got the hook. And uh, exactly, you do remember you got the hook because like maybe this just got hurt, you know. Like I, I can't think, and that's the thing is like Hans Zimmer, I can't think of any, like the Batman, like dun, 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 dun. that's all I oh, can remember. Oh, Batman was awesome, man. Yeah. Or the the <laughs> bitches, the Bane, awesome. the Bane theme was he say bitches, bitches, watch out, watch out, whatever. <laughs> bitches, bitches, watch out, watch out. Bitches, like bitches, watch out, watch out, watch out. Bitches, bitches, watch out, watch out. I don't know what. <laughs> <laughs> that's like the only shit I can remember other than it's just like tones like, you know? <laughs> I, I don't know maybe it's just me I listen to the I listen to the, the movie theme song soundtracks so you know the quick more parts of like that you know what was a very underrated soundtrack that was like recently hmm. Ant-Man oh I wouldn't I wouldn't remember no Ant-Man if, like, if you just listen to the soundtrack it's really cool because it has like a 70s type jazz type vibe to it you know because like a thief song so i'm like and pretty cool like i said the movie was pretty average but the soundtrack you know jumped out pretty much oh uh, thor ragnarok we talked about it last yeah. week sounds like some porno music but still pretty cool you know yeah that was cool like uh, i was listening to some of that shit now yeah it's all like the, yeah. the 80s synth wave pop shit you know exactly so, so that's the thing about this because one thing you can you whatever you want to say about the dceu or the shared universe. I think one thing that they have head and shoulders Trump Marvel in is their soundtrack. I thought Man of Steel soundtrack is awesome. BBS soundtrack is awesome. Wonder Woman soundtrack is awesome. Sound, Suicide Squad, eh, okay. Oh. Three out of four ain't bad. Right, and but, I can't. And I, that's the thing. I can't think of. I can't think of any Marvel themes that really remember. The or maybe Avengers. the Avengers. Exactly. The Avengers da, theme song da, da, is awesome. That, that, I, I'll even go and say the Avengers theme song is iconic. Like, if you play it right now, people I'm get, recognize it. I'm getting it mixed up with the Red Dawn soundtrack. But other than the Avengers soundtrack, that's pretty... And, and from Avengers 1, because like I said, Danny Elfman did Age of Ultron. I can't remember shit from that one. So. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. 
I, I like know. I like I remember they, I remember like the songs from the bands in those movies more than you know the actual score. I think know? that's kind of cheating. You know, to use like the eighties. Oh, that's what I meant to ask you. Okay, they come together right now. Song is yeah. that like an old couple song? That's of uh, the Beatles. That's an old oh, Beatles shit. song. Yeah, come I together. Like, I feel like no man, not knowing it. <laughs> I think Michael Jackson even covered it one time. Okay, because it's on the soundtrack. Unless, the, but it's you know it's a cover with new guys on it. So I'm like, wait, yeah. is that a new song? Or, I don't know. But now I feel like a dumbass not knowing that was a beat. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, but but, uh, but Zack Snyder, yeah. like he used uh, uh, Sucker Punch had a had a cover of that Beatles song. Like during, he was always using like you know, Zack Snyder's like yeah he he's, he's he picks cool songs for his movies. Well, I mean he's a music video director. That's yeah. basically what he is. Yeah, basically, yeah. And I remember during Sucker Punch, I think it was during one of the train sequences. It was that uh, that um, that old weird trippy Beatles song. I can't think of how it goes. I don't. Remember, I remember music on it, but I don't remember any words to it. But I do remember like a weird song on their train sequence. Yeah, it was, and that it was a cover of that was another like weird modern cover of an old Beatles song. So cool. So cool. Okay. yeah. So, yep, like I said, we will find, we will give you our, okay, so I'm going to let you know the next two weeks of what comic book bullies will be doing. <laughs> like I said, the this following week coming up, the very next episode will be All Just League. That's it. All Just League. The week after that will be Punisher. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think me and Eli discussed this, so we're discussing it now. That does sound right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So we'll just, that way we'll just, that'll be the next two episodes we did. And hopefully, Doomsday Clock won't be in anywhere because I want to discuss Doomsday Clock too, but hopefully, you know, it won't be uh, tied up within that. But yeah, anything with that, like I said, we, we come back here next episode. We'll talk about this league, but until then, we have plenty of stuff we got to talk about this week. So, first things first, let's talk about the box office. Box office this week, we already know what is sitting pretty at number one. We have Thor Ragnarok. Bam. Uh, number two, we have Daddy's Home 2. Uh, didn't see Daddy's Home 2. Eli, did you ever see one? No. I thought it's pretty. It's on Amazon Prime right now. It's on Amazon Video. So mm-hmm. I thought it was funny for what it is. You know, Will Ferrell, Mark, Mark. Oh, I know Marber. what you're talking about. Oh. No, I, I never got to see it though. though. It, it was cool. Okay. Uh, number three is Murder of the Orient Express and see that. I think Daisy Ridley, Ridley is in that. You know, from yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. Uh, number Agatha four, Christie, we have. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, the Agatha Christie novel. They did it. Okay. Uh, number four, we have Bad Mom's Christmas. Yep, still hanging in there. Uh, number five, Jigsaw. Yep. Let's keep going down. Number six, we have Tyler Perry's Boo 2 with Madea Halloween. Uh, number seven is Geostorm. Still hanging in there. <laughs> number, <laughs> funny. Yeah. Number eight, we have Blade Runner 2049. We have number nine, Heavy Death Day. And number ten, we're looking at Lady Bird. What the fuck is Lady Bird? Do not huh. know. Lady Bird. So let's look at. Thor Ragnarok's numbers right now. Like I said, this is the second week Thor Ragnarok is in there. And we are looking at uh six hundred fifty five million in just two weeks. Woo. Yeah. Uh Eli, what you think? Uh, over or under a billion? When it's all said and done. I think under. You got Justice League coming out this week. Yeah, um, I think Justice yeah. League is gonna eat into its profits, definitely. So. Like if it was just it by itself, like if it had a month run by itself, I think you I think it probably would eat a billion. Yeah. Um, and you got Star Wars coming. Said, yeah, you got Star Wars coming out in a month. You know. Yeah. So. I, I think even though Thor Ragnarok would still be in the theater by the time Star Wars come out, 
I think it will pretty much have made all the money it's gonna make by Star Wars. Star Wars yeah. time. Because when Star Wars comes, that's it, you know. Yeah. And I don't, I I think don't see Wars I don't see problem. it outgrossing Wonder Woman. You know. I mean it's good. You don't as, think so? No, I don't think uh, yeah. I, I think I mean Wonder it's Woman two hundred away right now. I mean yeah. two hundred million away right now. Yeah, but like I said, there's you know, you got Justice League this coming up this week, you know, and yep. it, it just doesn't have that cultural impact that Wonder Woman had, you know? True, so, like it's a Thor movie first, the first Wonder Woman movie in seventy five years. So yeah, yeah, you're right about that. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm thinking I'm thinking eight hundred million. I'm thinking eight hundred million. Yeah, I think it would probably yeah cap out around there. So, so I even though it probably won't actually gross higher than Wonder Woman, I think it's going to be in the ballpark. I'm yeah. thinking like somewhere twenty million in between Wonder Woman. But I definitely don't think it's going to hit billion because, like you said, Just League is coming, and like you said, Star Wars is coming. So that's not going to happen, you know. Is it though? Because they're basically no matter what people want to say, all those movies are targeted towards the same audience. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the numbers for Thor Ragnarok. Now let's go back and look at one more thing. Uh, we did talk about this last week, Eli, that Thor Ragnarok hit 120 million as open the weekend for shits and giggles. What do you think about Just League? Over or under 120 million? It's open the weekend. Hmm. Uh, I would say under. I, I think it's just, you know, people have, are, are a little skeptical. You know, I mean, I'm, you know, comic book fans, they're already there. It's, yeah. you know, the, the, you, now you're talking about hooking the general public. And yeah. the general the public. Anything, yeah. You know. The general public, you know, they're, you know, maybe Wonder Woman will get them there, but BBS won't, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know? So, um, yeah, I think, who knows? I mean, Wonder Woman could put asses in the seats. But, uh, but see, the thing was, Jason remember, Momoa, Wonder Woman you know? didn't have a really good opening weekend either. The thing was, it, it kind of got word of mouth and, yeah. and kept generating money, you know? Yeah, so, yeah, maybe. I, I don't think it, I mean, it has a chance to, but I don't think it will. I don't think it'll beat uh, Thor in the weekend. I, I don't think so because I just put that information just on my regular timeline to ask people, you know, anybody going to see not, – not in a nerd group, you know, like in a regular group or a timeline thing like that. I just put the general uh, statement out there like who's going to see Just League this weekend? And you get a lot of people like, eh, I might. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I guess. You know, nothing excited about it. But when I did the same thing with Thor, like, yeah, that looks pretty interesting. You know, there was a little bit more. Like, they were, they were hyped for neither one of them, you know. <laughs> but yeah. it seemed like more excitement for Thor Ragnarok than Justice League, you know. Mm-hmm. So it was weird. Uh, some guy said, like, I don't know, I might take my kids to go see it. And I started thinking, oh, shit, yeah. Can kids go see this type of movie? Justice League? Yeah, it's just weird to see taking kids to go see Zack Snyder's shit, like, Man of Steel and BBS. It's even though it's Batman and Superman, it's just weird taking a kid to go see the movie. You know? Yeah, my kid fell asleep on BBS. <laughs> I know a lot of adults that fell asleep on BBS. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, that, and that's the thing. Like I said, we're talking about Batman and Superman. Like these aren't kids' movies, and I don't mean like the themes aren't designed for kids. Like I don't see how a kid can be entertained by these movies. Yeah, I mean, but he enjoyed Wonder Woman. I mean, he liked Wonder Woman a lot. So. Yeah, so but, uh, I don't know. It's it's weird, but we'll see. That's I think that's like the the number one question everybody like everybody every geek podcast and blog has been wondering like what is Justice League gonna do? But hey, next week we get to find out. 
Uh, moving from that, oh, like I said, not only moving from that, but like I said, they had the uh, the Justice League world premiere last night, and they had everybody in there. You know, they had Henry Cavill show up, and Jason Momoa show up, took a picture with Amber Heard, and Eli, Amber Heard. Woo! Yeah? Man. She still got red hair? No, nah, she was blonde. Okay. Oh, that's right. They, they wrapped shooting Aquaman, so. Yeah, yeah. Aquaman, Aquaman is wrapped, so she's blonde, had like short hair, stuff like that, but I'm just saying, man, that is... That's a woman right there. <laughs> That's a crazy ass woman. <laughs> She's hey, no I just hey, hope look, you remember you ever seen uh How I Met Your Mother? You know Doogie Howser. He made this hotness to crazy ratio. <laughs> yeah. Like you could be so hot, but you could be so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. So yeah, that that's how that works. So, but a good thing we did get to see that uh we saw Zachary Levi, uh Shazam off his you know Thor Ragnarok premiere where he was in it for like two seconds and died you know yeah but we saw him and not only we saw him we saw the actor that's going to be billy batson oh yeah uh i think his name is asher angel one of those disney kids you know he looked like he came off the assembly line you know the same one they made zach efron from yeah (laughs) yeah so he's like that but you know they took a picture together and now and and i'm not gonna lie eli looking at the picture i was like okay i see it because uh uh zachary levi if you look at him in the, I'm just, as a heterosexual male, I'm just saying, he's he was filling out the suit he was in. Okay. Yeah, you know, like the shoulders and the chest. I'm like, okay, I can I can see it. He definitely not Chuck from 2005. You know, you you can see he's been putting in the work. So you know, uh, but we'll see. I can I can see that movie coming together. I think they start shooting in April, February, something like that. So we put it together. Um. But that's the main thing about it. So, like I said, we got a Billy Batson. We got a Shazam. Oh, have you been hearing what they're going to do with The Rock? No. Okay, so The Rock will not be the villain of Shazam. Okay. But he's going to be the villain of Suicide Squad 2. Really? Yeah, so and that's the that rumor. Do, I don't do think they, it's they been didn't... confirmed anything like that. But they're saying that's the rumor because Suicide Squad 2 is about to start shooting also. And they're saying they're going to fight Black Adam. Oh, they're fighting Black Adam. Yeah, they're going to fight Black Adam, which I can see it happening because, like I said, in the recent run of the Suicide Squad comic book, they actually fought Zod. And Zod, I think Zod actually became a member of the team or something like that. So So since Zod is dead in this universe, if you place him with Black Adam, eh, I can see it. You know, it's cool. We'll see how it works out. Uh, Big news that wasn't news that didn't happen this week but happened last week that, uh, yeah, Disney – was about to buy Fox. And then 30 yeah. minutes later, it turns out Disney was not going to buy Fox. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. it was just a quick, that's why I just look at news and I'm just like, uh, that's why you don't report on shit or comment on shit or get triggered by shit. Soon as you see it, or you wait for a reputable site, yeah. because soon as they said that it was, uh, it was done. But the funny thing about it with Fox, that their numbers went through the roof. Soon as they said that, you know, as far as like their share stuff like that. So it was pretty, pretty big win for them. Um, Eli, everybody was so happy. Oh, yes, we're getting Fantastic Four. We're getting X-Men back. You know how I feel about that. Yeah. I, I don't want Fox to go back to Disney. And I don't, I don't want to see that. Yeah. And I like, yeah, I agree. Like when Ryan Reynolds tweeted about what the fudge is going to happen to Deadpool, you know, that I was like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, we're not going to get, you know, a de- an R-rated Deadpool or an R-rated Logan or right. whatever. You, you wouldn't know. get New Mutants. Yeah. Yeah, you you get the you know the family friendly Marvel assembly line, which you know works for their shit, but 
you know. And like you said, we don't really need the Fantastic Four because Guardians of the Galaxy are filled that role, you know. Pretty much, they're doing yeah. the same thing. So yeah. And plus, Marvel is so crowded anyway. There's no way they can crank out all those movies in a year. They probably still put them on the shelf and have nothing because they they have characters right now. They can't do anything with like, for instance, where's Blade? Yeah. Like we don't know. He's just stuck in limbo somewhere because they can't make a movie of him because he's too violent. They can't put him on Netflix because there's stuff with Netflix shows. They don't know what they're gonna do with Netflix anyway. We'll talk about Netflix in a second or so. But yeah, they got so many characters on what to do. And plus, we need these separate characters. Like we need Fox. We need Warner Brothers. We need DC. Yeah. Because no matter what you say about DC, they do have a different tone. They're not cranking out the same movies as Marvel's cranking out. Because if you have the, the same movie year in, year out, and nothing is made but Marvel movies every year, that shit would get monotonous and the comic movie uh, genre would just dry out. Yeah. Know? It would basically turn to the WWE. Basically, yeah. Yeah, and, and nobody wants that. You know, you want you want variety. Maybe some variety is not as good as other, but it's still uh, different. Yeah. And I could see like some people getting excited, like, like after Infinity War is over and you know this first tier of Avenger movies have come to an end, I can see that like, oh, what if we got the X Men in the Avengers and Fantastic Four in the Avengers now and moving forward? But like, eh, you know, <laughs> right? You know, are, are we gonna give a shit as much as we? I mean, you know, the reason why it sustained itself for so long is because it was never done before. It was never that successful. Nothing. Right, but that you know, was ten years ago. Yeah, that's it's ten years now. Yeah, we're seventeen movies in where we had to make Thor a fucking comedy to for right. it to be good and, <laughs> in order for it to work. Right, because it didn't yeah. work any other way. Yeah, and you know, uh, it's like there's only so many ways. I mean, it's you know, I hate to say superhero fatigue, but yeah, after when I you know I, I reached a certain grade in high school, I'm like you know what, I'm, I'm kind of getting sick of superheroes. I'm gonna start reading horror comics and <laughs> you know. You know what, I think everybody was right in time. You know, indie comics started getting more popular. You yeah. just started looking at DC and Marvel. You're just like, yeah. I don't know, man. It like was how, fine, you know, not yeah. five years ago, but I can't read that stuff now, you know. Especially like, when you're seeing Frank Miller, you yeah. know, Sin City or some shit like that, you know. Yeah, and what's one of the guys we had on was a Cliff or one of them guys that has, like, how many stories can you tell through the same characters over and over before it just gets stagnant, you know. And so, I think that's what's happening with Marvel right now. They yeah. ran out of stories. Yeah, I mean, it's taken him 10 years to get to fucking Thanos. And, like, right. is he going to, like, it's 10 fucking years. And, like, I, I, but the know. thing is, after they beat Thanos, then where do you go? Yeah, I mean, the thr- for me, the thrill is gone. Yeah, it was cool seeing Thanos back in 2012. Like, oh, shit, Thanos. And, you know, but now that's five years, six years ago. Or how- They've been dragging out. And the only thing he's done is, done is sit in a chair yeah. and put on a glove. Yeah. That's it. You know? And that, and to me, Thanos wasn't that cool ever. That really that cool, other than he just he was like a emo goth. Oh, you know. Then that's what was interesting <laughs> about the character. But you know for a fact they're not gonna do that in the com in the, in the movie. Yeah. I don't see the thing because it will take away from his badass when you realize he was just friend zoned by some you know goth yeah. chick. You know. Yeah. So, pretty much. Yeah. yeah so you know, I'm not saying know. that I'm not gonna see it and I'm not excited for it, but yeah, I can see. You know, the momentum is dying down. I mean, after Age of Ultra, you know, that, that yeah. you know, that momentum, the steam was really gone. You know, after, you know, Age of Ultra came out, I was like, wow, this really wasn't as cool as the first time around. And, because the thing know. was Avengers 1 was lightning in a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. can't, you can't, because honestly, I have a feeling this. 
I have a feeling that neither Avengers three or Avengers four will outgross Avengers one. I have a feeling neither one of them will be. No matter, regardless of the quality, they won't outgross Avengers one. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Even though I'm hearing the budget for both those movies combined is like half a billion dollars. Yeah, I mean, I think once that's once we get there, I think yeah, I think it's that's its peak. We're gonna level off and plateau, and yeah, we're just not gonna care as much. And the movies, I mean, sure, comic book fans will go see them, but I, I don't think it, you know they'll have the the cultural impact that they used to have. Right, that's the thing. So. I don't know. Maybe video games movie will take over. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'll be next day. Uh, like I said, moving past that, we also have some other stuff. What else do we have? Oh, Eli, sexual harassment. Oh, yeah. Let's yeah, talk about we that. Gonna, we were eventually <laughs> going to talk about that, but stuff. Wait, 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 wait. Sexual harassment, sexual yeah. assault, or yeah. sexual misconduct? Which one? <laughs> All of them. Uh. All of them. <laughs> Pretty much uh, all of them because everybody yeah, – honestly, we, I just want to talk about Kevin Spacey the time. But from then till now, it's so many people coming out that's you know, been convicted and been accused of stuff. I can't remember everybody. Yeah, basically everybody. Every, basically like, we need to make a list of people that's you know, not being you yeah. know, uh, having sexual misconduct. Yeah. Right. All I can say is that if we ever get to the point that we hear dirt on Tom, Cru- uh, Tom Hanks – <laughs> just shut down Hollywood. Just burn down Hollywood. And that's it. Well, I, I was fucking freaked. Yes, the other day when George Takei like got accused of some yeah. shit, I was like, I'm like, what? The? Oh man, like George Takei? Like, oh know, my, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, but then I read that story, and that's a little iffy. And that's, I don't know if I want to go down this route, but the whole lumping everybody, like, if you read what happened with George Takei. That sounded like they were on a date and George Takei tried to hit on him, tried to make out with the guy, tried to, you know, have sex with the guy. And the guy said no. And then he backed off, you know. Right. So to me, that's consent right there. He didn't assault him. He didn't force himself on him. So for him to be lumped in with fucking piece of shit Harvey Weinstein, that's exactly that. That kind of sucks. It's like there's that's why I, I, I mentioned, you know, there's sexual misconduct and then there's sexual assault, which are. Not condoning them, but they're two different things, you know. Um, so yeah, I, I, I'm a little, I guess, kind of, I got not so much worried, but I guess I'm concerned about this whole thing where we're just going after anybody and everybody that's ever hit on somebody, you know. Right. Cause I hear, I hear stuff about Demi Moore. I'm like, this is insane. Yeah, I heard about that, and I watched that where she kissed some kid. On yeah. tape back in again thirty years ago, the kid was fifteen years old and she was eighteen or whatever, and and it was. But again, that was, you know, yeah, he wasn't of age, but you know, it, it wasn't like she forced it, and <laughs> you know right. what I mean. And and now, yeah, are we gonna, yeah, Demi, Demi Moore and Harvey Weinstein? Yeah. You know? <laughs> oh, and then that piece of shit, uh, Senator in Alabama. I didn't hear about that. Oh, that is some. I'm not even gonna go that. No, I'm. I'm I, just, I thought you heard about it, but I'm not even gonna talk about that. I'm not okay. even gonna talk about. It. I'm just, just, that is a whole podcast to itself, and, I'm, and it's not related to comic books. So I'm not even gonna go that route. But yeah, <laughs> but like you got the, you got the uh, the Supergirl, uh, yeah. Arrowverse executive. Yeah, yeah, that's that's too bad because I mean, because those shows were so like progressive. You know what I mean? Like, right. 
they they really open doors as far as like how they portray you know gay people and and all that oh, just and, women. You know, and just and just yeah just women and, and you know women empowerment and all that and yeah. so, so for this to happen behind the scenes is like what the fuck man it's just like yeah. it's just a bummer it's actually it's been bumming me out the last couple of weeks hearing about all yeah. this shit and and not only that DC that one of their guys that's right <laughs> I don't know is that Eddie Berganza yeah so. But the thing about this guy is that they said they've had complaints about this guy for years, you know, and the only reason they're doing anything about it now, because Bleeding Cool finally put out an article about this guy. But they've had, but I've done some research on this guy and they've been making complaints about this guy ever since like back in 2013 or 14 or something like that. The same guy. Yeah. Never did anything about it. And that's the funny thing about it, that people are saying that these complaints that you're hearing about this stuff now. They've been making complaints about these people like for years. Yeah. It's just all of a sudden now the snowball effect is going on, and HR is finally, you know, doing something about it. You know, where yeah. otherwise they just swept it under the rug. Yeah, and I think that's 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 cool that we're finally bringing attention to the, this this problem because for so long, I mean, that's just it just seems like that's how Hollywood operated. Hollywood operated by you know, it was this this playground for rich assholes to just do whatever the fuck they wanted, and right. they're just so used to getting away with everything for so long that you know it, 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 now like they, you can't do that it's you can't do that shit anymore you know? right and the fact is they've been getting away so long with they don't even hide it yeah you know they gonna interview like like here's a segue red ratner yeah red ratner has been a piece of shit for years mm-hmm. you know he constantly brags about you know how women, you know, will have sex with him for movie roles and like that, and he laughs at them. Or you know, he laughs about Olivia Munn. You know how how she sucks in bed and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> and and he doesn't even think anything about it. You're like, whoa, what what the hell? You know. Yeah. But now all of a sudden you hear charges about him also. You know, and I'm like, okay, that makes sense. That Brett Ratner has been a piece of shit for years. Now women are coming out of him because they said he did some inappropriate stuff to Ellen Page on the X Men Last Stand movie. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You think just making that movie would have been bad enough, you know, but he yeah. did some other shit, you know. Yeah, and we were just like joking. Me and my friends were just, you know, joking about shit. You know, we're talking because the movie The Godfather. Yeah. Um, that, which came out in the early set before I was born. <laughs> and I'm old. <laughs> you know, early 70s, where there's that scene where, you know, Tom Hagen is, is, is in Hollywood, you know, confronting that producer about getting Johnny Fontaine the role. And he's like, right. I will never give Johnny Fontaine that part. No, because he ruined the that one girl's career, and she was the best piece of ass I've ever had. And I've had it. That's this is a Hollywood pro- old crusty ass Hollywood producer bragging about right. all the you know all the fucking women he's fucked. You know, and it's right. just like and this was this took place in the forties. So, <laughs> like, and and then the way things worked then were completely different than they did now. Yeah, and I think like, they just got away with just got away with getting away with shit. For exactly. far too long, and now we've reached this cultural shift where that shit, yeah, you got to shut down these fucking sex orgies, you know, no more. Yep. And the funny <laughs> thing about it, like, remember uh, the the plot to Scream Three? Well, uh, I don't, I'm not sure about that, but guys, uh, you're the horror movie guy. <laughs> I, I'm so not a, I'm so not a fan of the Scream movies, but <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm sorry, I, did, I just committed blasphemy. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, the, the plot of Scream Three was that they were at this Hollywood studio, and the the hat, the bad guy, you know, the slasher, was chopping up people in the Hollywood studio. And it turns out the killer was the son of one of those Hollywood executives. Okay. Because his mom was one of those women that was on the casting couch, 
you know, trying to get a role. She got tossed aside like the Hollywood executive that was a dad didn't even remember who he, she was. She got strung out. You know, she got on drugs, you know, had to hit the bottom. And yeah. now the son is coming back to get revenge on the Hollywood executive. Vanette. I was like, whoa, OK, that's a pretty yeah. dark story for, you know, from Scream. It's supposed to be like a parody. But, you know, that's yeah. pretty cool. But, yeah, like this stuff's been going on for years. And, just, and people know about it. It's not even. And that's the crazy thing. Like People get mad at uh, Quentin Tarantino. You yeah. know, because he didn't say anything about it earlier. Like, why should he say anything about it when everybody knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm, people did say it. People did know that just nothing was done about it. That they didn't, exactly. They didn't, they didn't fucking um, suffer any consequences. And now right. they are. That's, that's, exactly. that's like, the like, thing. Like, let's go back to Harvey Weinstein. Even though we talked way too long about Harvey Weinstein before. But Harvey Weinstein, the FBI investigated him in a sting operation. They had the girl wired to get information from him. He confessed to the stuff he was doing to the girl, even said what he was going to do to that girl. <laughs> this was back in 2013. They did nothing. Yeah. So how much so you power? Mad, yeah. yeah but you mad at uh, Quentin Tarantino, but the FBI won't touch this guy? I know. And it's like the same thing with like um, Louis C.K., I mean, oh, another fucking bummer, yeah. you know, which I, I don't even know if I want to go down there, but they're, they're bitching about his manager who yep. manages all these comedians and how, how could you have known about this and did nothing? I'm like, what the fuck is this supposed, you know, right. <laughs> and, and it's like, are we going to, you know, go at this? Yeah. This whole witch hunt is getting out of hand, right? This is where I'm concerned with like, let's not lump everybody in the same boat with Harvey Weinstein. Cause yeah, like. You know, like, what are we going to go after the pizza delivery boy now? You delivered right. pizza to Louis C.K. and Harvey Weinstein. Why didn't you do anything, you piece of shit? You know? Oh, I'm even hearing <laughs> you know? stuff about Rye Carey. <laughs> They're saying that uh, she invited one of her bodyguards or dancers to the room and got it dressed in front of him and took a shower in front of him. Oh, and he, and he complained. And, he, and he's got PTSD now. And, <laughs> like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, <but> yeah. <laughs> Dude, I, yeah, that's right, Carrie. Yeah, like, let let yeah, let's focus on the actual pieces of shit and right. take them down, and let's weed out, you know, because like there's levels, because like, I mean, I heard, you know, not to get into the whole Louis C.K. thing, but I heard one of the the one comedian she did an interview on one of these news stations and about what happened, and he came up to her and asked her if he could jerk off in front of her, and yeah. she said no, and he didn't. <laughs> It's like, okay, well, he didn't, he didn't rape her. He didn't force himself on it. He didn't pull it out and start doing it anyways. He asked. She said no, and he, that was it. And I'm like, okay, so there was consent. Yeah, it was a little creepy. Okay, here's the thing. You know? Here's the thing. Sexual harassment is a very, very, very gray area. Yeah. And I'm not talking about Hollywood. I mean in general. Yeah, like in, in general. Yeah. yeah. Like, for instance, if you're at work and you tell a coworker, hey, beautiful, and that's all you say. If she takes the wrong way, she yeah. can file sexual harassment on you. Yeah. Just for saying that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you it's know. getting to the point where, like, I wouldn't even want to hit on a, a woman or say I Right, because you don't know how a woman will take it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if she's into you, it's all good. But it's, it's all, right. like, all like the, the key word is consent. It's all up to her and how it, she takes it. But, like, but yeah. You tell a coworker, man, you got a fat ass. You know, yeah, yeah. it's around and giggles. It's not sexual <laughs> yeah. harassment. You know, I mean, if I'm cat, you know, if I'm hitting on a chick and it turns out to be cat calling and that's sexual harassment, and, <laughs> right. you know, I'm a piece of shit, just like Harvey Weinstein. Like, no, let's <laughs> right. not go there. Like, yeah, there are general pieces of shit. Let's take them down and let's quit 
you know, let, let yeah, let, let's th- keep the level separated, you know? Right. And, and oh, yeah, and, and, and just – Ellen DeGeneres. I heard something about that too. <laughs> Ellen DeGeneres. Okay, this is where it really is got Is this about insane. the Katy Perry thing? The Katy Perry yeah, thing. Katie like Perry, how, yeah. Katy Perry. She wished Katy Perry a happy birthday, and she posted a picture of – her staring at Katy Perry's, you know, cleavage. Yeah. You know, at a at an Emmy party or something like that. She was like, "Oh, happy birthday! Those things look so juicy," or something like that. Yeah. You know, funny. But people got offended when she did that. Yeah. They're you making know, her like she's built she like yeah, this, yeah. It's not like she's fucking Bill Cosby here. You know. Right. <laughs> you know, and that's that's what I'm concerned with. Like, yeah, I'm all for just bringing you know bringing down the fucking perverts. I'm all for that. You know. Right. But let's let's keep level-headed here. Let's got let's not throw everybody in the same boat, you know, because there's different levels of of um yeah sexual misconduct going on. So yep. yeah, because yeah, I, I I've I've worked at a bar, I worked at clubs, I <laughs> I you know I've a, been a bouncer and and, and, and I you know St. Patty's Day, holy shit, <laughs> how many times I've gotten molested by old white ladies. You know, <laughs> you know, just grab a handful. I, just yeah, I mean, they're, these aren't yeah, these aren't young hot chicks doing it. No, it was okay because if it's a young hot chick, that's different. You know? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I yeah, I've they 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 will cross boundaries. You know, I mean, sure, there's that double standard. Oh yeah, I'm a dude and I can defend myself. You right. know, but so, yeah, they were crossing a line here. You know, and sure, I dealt with it, but I, at the same time, I'm not like, oh my god, I'm not. You know, raking them through the flames, you know, they were drunk and tipsy and whatever, you know, I dealt with it. You know, I'm not traumatized by the situation, yeah. <laughs> you know, so. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, it, it's uh, damn. Did we mean to go this long? <laughs> I, I don't think so. I think we can talk about comic books. But. <laughs> yeah. We, <laughs> oh, Gal Gadot versus Brat Rettner. Versus- oh, before we go there, we're going to talk about that. Yeah. But I want to talk about Smallville. <laughs> OK. Because I know you don't watch Smallville, but I watch Smallville. Okay. And I had the biggest crush on Allison Mack. You know, she played Chloe. Chloe is the prototypical, you know, hacker nerd girl that all these CW shows take from, like, Felicity and whoever that chick is on Flash, something like that. So it turns out that uh, Allison Mack is part of a sex cult. Oh, yeah. I heard of- <laughs> yeah. So I'm oh, like, man. where do I sign up? You know? <laughs> yeah. Like a cult. Like, what are they trying to do? I don't know. I didn't read too deep into it. I don't yeah. know if, like, she's in charge of the cult and she has, like, dudes tied up in the basement or shit, like, R. Kelly or something, you know. Are they, like, waiting for the rent end of the world or something yeah. from fucking or something? <laughs> I don't know, the, you know. The sex apocalypse or something? <laughs> right. <laughs> Resurrecting the sex god or some shit? <laughs> right. Yeah. Emo, terrible, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Namshiba. Oh, Namshiba. Oh, Namshiba. Right. <laughs> Oh, man. If you ever hear a story about the untied up by Allison Mack, Chloe from Smallville in a basement, you know, don't come rescue me, Eli. Yeah. Just congratulate. Uh, Leroy joined a cult. <laughs> <laughs> I'll still be doing Comic Book Bullies podcast. I'll just be in a sex dungeon. That's all. <laughs> oh, yeah. So that's all I say. I don't know if that's unfortunate or fortunate or whatever like that, but hopefully they get that whole situation squared away there. But Back to Brett Ratner and Gal Gadot. Okay. Now, of course, we all know the situation. Like you said, we just said Brett Ratner's a piece of shit. He's been a piece of shit for years. He had all these women coming out for him. And Gal Gadot is planning to take a stand. She's saying she is not going to do Wonder Woman 2 unless Brett Ratner and his production company is gone. 
Good. And she put her foot down and she basically uh, placed a line in the sand and saying, that's it. Yeah. And a lot of people saying, oh, well, Brett Randall's gone. Oh, good for her. Uh, she has all the power in Hollywood. Oh, get rid of him. That's it. Uh, it's not that simple. Uh, you just can't just go away and just get, you know, just fire people any way you want to. Like LeBron James can't even get the coach of his team fired if he, if he wants to. He didn't have that much power in the NBA. He's LeBron James, you know. No. So here's the issue with Brett Ratner. Now, a lot of people wonder what does the fuck does Brett Ratner have to do with Wonder Woman? Here's what he has to do with Wonder Woman. His production company, Rat Pack, is basically finances, you know, the last Wonder Woman movie and the new Wonder Woman movie. But it goes deep in that. Brett Ratner has actually financed the entire DCEU other than Man of Steel. So BBS, uh, Suicide Squad, Wonder Woman, Justice League, you know, any movie after that for the time being, yes, they've been co-financed by the Rat, you know, Rat Pack or Brett Ratner's production company. So you just can't. It's not as easy just to get rid of this guy, you know, especially when you've already signed a contract. You may have a working relationship with him and you're hoping to finance your next movies for the next few years to go through there. You just can't get rid of this guy, especially since, let's be honest, DCEU has not been firing on all cylinders. You know, yeah. So, like I said, you have BBS. Um, it, it made money, but it didn't make as much money as the investors expected to make. Man of Steel, you might as well call that a flop, you know. Wonder Woman was successful. Wonder Woman was successful and made some good amount of money. Suicide Squad had made some decent amount of money, but like I said, for the whole, it's been on a rocky, a rocky start, and everybody's really waiting to see what Just League do, uh, Just League would do. Now, if Just League doesn't, you know, hit the number supposed to hit or underperform, or for some reason doesn't hit a billion, you know, it may be hard to find another investor to invest in these movies. And you know they might have to call it quits. You know, I mean, I mean, the the company Rat Pack, or they could, you know, suspend them or fire. They the company I think they already suspended. Him. Yeah, because yeah, I mean, you, you, back to Louis C.K. Everybody, you know, and all he did. I'm not condoning what he did, but he didn't rape anybody. You know, yeah. he just I think they've already he just the exposed himself to chicks that didn't want to see it. I mean, and that you know. Not saying he's not a creep, he is, but he Brett Ratner is a worse piece of shit. You know, right? <laughs> he's on a different level, and right. especially since he's in power. Yeah, and he has power over these women to yeah. make him do. Whatever. So if if Louis C.K. got fired and all his movies are being canceled and shows are being canceled, if that's happening to him, and he's done less violations than Brett Ratner, then fuck it, yeah, let's let's rake his ass through the fire. You know, right. Because he deserved it. Oh, yeah. like we were talking about the Kevin Spacey. Hate to go back to that, but they actually CGIing him out of his movie. Yeah. So. Yeah. You know, now it's gonna be kind of weird to play Call of Duty again. You know that movie, <laughs> the one where he was in. I, that's you know that's weird because that's the one I never played. I never played. <laughs> I wanted to play that one. The reason I wanted to play it because Kevin Spacey was in it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <sighs> Now it would just feel weird, you know, Kevin Spacey, because you know it's the first person. Kevin Spacey like staring at you the entire time. Yeah. <laughs> So you're going to be on my team? You're like, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa now. It's <laughs> not the DLC I signed up for. <laughs> but, yeah, going back to uh, Wonder Woman and Brett Ratner, like I said, yes, Brett Ratner's a piece of shit. They may be trying to work ways to, you know, move, get rid of him. But, yeah, it, it, DC, I mean, Warner Brothers may have an issue in their hands, you know, getting getting rid of him, ousting him, and getting somebody else in there, you know, just for one person. Because everybody want to say, oh, Wonder Woman is this, Wonder Woman is that. 
they don't have to make another Wonder Woman. They don't. They don't. They can't because they have so many other movies in the fire right now. They just work on those movies. They haven't even announced the Batman movie yet. They could just take that Wonder Woman movie out, put a Batman movie in, or put a Booster Gold movie in, or whatever like that, and you know just bank on that to you know hit eight hundred million like like Wonder Woman did. You know, so I don't know. They may make it well. They, at the same time, they can't make a decision to keep Brett Ratner around because now that the news is out, if they get rid of uh, Gal Gadot and go with Brett Ratner. You're going oh, to see a oh, lot man. of pissed off fans. Yeah. Yeah. Like that, they might that just say, would not go well. Not gonna, especially if they recast her because of the shit she said. Yeah. I You're mean, like, we, no, we could, we can even go so far as saying, if you go see Justice League, well, you're condoning Brett Ratner's behavior. Ooh, yeah. internet, have fun with that shit. You know? <laughs> <laughs> like, and they didn't go that far. But you brought up a good point. Yeah. Okay. So Gal Gadot is saying she don't want to work with a creep Brett Ratner, right? Yeah. But she has no problem working with Ben Affleck. Yeah. So, like yeah. I said, we but already yeah, said the levels to creepness. Yeah. But the levels Ben Affleck has yeah. his own troubles also. Yeah. Yeah. And so, I don't know. It's like where do where do we draw the line? I think yeah. that's the problem. We don't know where to draw the line. You yeah. know, do we draw the line at George Takei? You know, trying to hit on a guy that turned him down. All of a sudden, now he's in trouble. You know, yeah. or do we go to the top where Brett Ratner, you know, is bragging about all these women he he's banging that's trying to get in his movies? You know, yeah. You know, where do we go? Where where's the line? I guess we'll eventually figure that out. So I don't know. At least at least, uh, at least the conversation is out there, and I think what's the big the big thing about this whole you know fucking mess that's going on right now is it's forcing us dudes to look at ourselves and huh maybe check ourselves sometimes like you know shit that we laughed at and shit that you know you know i mean are, are we allowed to say rape culture on this yeah podcast? yeah yeah i mean that we gotta like take a look at ourselves and like huh and you know give ourselves a little look over and and, and you know see if we're as cool as we thought we were you know <laughs> you know yeah. and that and that's it you know you know, they, we, it's, it's, we're not trying to say all men are all shitty, you know, because that's I think a lot of people are perceiving right now. I see some of the threads where, oh, it, this is just a witch hunt against men and, and heterosexuality and all that shit. It's like, no, it's just women just want to be believed, you know. Right. And, and that's, that's the reason a lot yeah. of them don't speak up because yeah. when they do speak up or say anything about it, yeah. then they get villainized. Yeah, so – so I think yeah, it's a good thing. It's, it's just it's just we all have to just take a look inward and just you know reassess things and because yeah, it's a different age now. <laughs> right. I mean the thing is, guys, if you're with a woman, if you don't know if you're crossing the line, don't get naked before her. Yeah. Basically. <laughs> that's if you're ball. whipping it out and she's <laughs> fully dressed, you know that yeah. may be an issue. Yeah, and that's some balls if if, if you do that. I mean. <laughs> Because right. I would never do that. I don't even like looking at myself naked. <laughs> so just give me your yeah. tip so you don't catch a lawsuit. Also, you yeah. heard this from comic book bullies. Yeah, like, you know, just think, what would comic book bullies do in this situation? Yeah. <laughs> would I whip it out? Yeah. No. No one. No one wants. No one. No one. Unless you're like a gay male porn star, no one wants to see your dick. <laughs> right. <laughs> so ask yourself that question. <laughs> exactly. Do I, am I in porn? <laughs> yes or no that should determine whether or not you should take your dick out in front of people <laughs> exactly are you getting paid to have your dick taken out yeah. no if not then don't do it yeah <laughs> let her get undressed first yeah. you know and then you do whatever you need to do you know 
<laughs> so that's our advice for today. Oh, Eli, can we talk about video game news? Sure. <laughs> okay. Yeah, let's talk about anything. Anything. Else. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, like I said, that's a, that's a hell of a segue. But <laughs> let's go to that. <laughs> uh, yeah, speaking of dicks, let's talk about uh, Electronic Arts EA. <laughs> so here's the thing. Eli, they are getting rid of what they're thinking about getting rid of the annual Madden games. No, that's fine with me. Sure. (laughs) But there's a catch. Oh, yeah. There's a catch. Okay. So they're saying they're not they're planning on not making a Madden game every year. But what they are planning to do on selling $60 annual subscriptions to the game you already own. Oh, okay. Yeah. So So it's like they they are. Yeah. So they are. Make you buy the game every year. <laughs> yeah, so you got to buy the game anyway. But you'll basically keep the same game you have, but there will be a $60 update yeah. every year. So you're just updating the game you already have. You know, tweak rosters, maybe tweak gameplay, stuff like that, you know. Yeah. And it's going for that. So they basically go into like a subscription service, which pretty much everybody's doing now, which EA, EA as evil as they are, I think it's actually kind of brilliant. Because think about it. Now that kills the used game market. Now you can't go buy used games. You can't turn the game back in. You have to go through them. You have to pay them full price. They don't have to ship out the game. You know, the cost, you know, for overhead and things like that. It's just all online. Mm -hmm. So it's evil, but it's diabolical. (laughs) Like, I don't, it's a win-win for EA. Sucks for us, but win-win for them. Yeah. Because you got to go through them to do that stuff because they're the only game in town because the NFL sold the rights to EA and nobody's going to make a game. So, I don't know. That kind of sucks. Oh, on a brighter note, now we talk about Injustice 2. All right. Now, Eli, did you see the Injustice 2 character three-pack trailer? Um, With the Ninja Turtles? Yeah, you just spoiled it. But yeah, that's oh, okay. it. <laughs> <laughs> that's the one with the Ninja Turtles. So, not only was the Ninja Turtles on there, you also had Enchantress. You know, from Suicide Squad, you know, the hula dance or whatever. Uh, you also had the Atom, you know, okay. and then, like you said, the Ninja Turtles. Now, they didn't show any gameplay footage, Ninja Turtles, anything like that. They showed all four of them, and Mikey made a quick joke about, I want the green chick. You know, Leonardo said, no, Leo, we, uh, Mikey, we fight as a team, you know. So it kind of makes us insinuate that you're not going to, you know, pick each turtle. You're just going to pick the turtles and just fight all four of them at the same time. That's what it makes it seem like. Oh, okay, that's weird. So, I don't know. Or they're saying it may be something where, because, you know, they have those character packs where you can, like, change the look of the characters. Maybe you'll be able to do that on there. So, you're choosing which Ninja Turtle you want to go with. I don't know. It's all speculation right now, and that's it. Now, Eli, I know you're going to ask me the question, oh, but I haven't played the game yet, right? (laughs) Have you played the game yet, Leroy? (laughs) (laughs) Well, here's the thing. I'm glad you asked that. All right. (laughs) Because the game has been released for PC today. All right. It's been released for PC today. Uh-huh. Well, it has been the ultimate, uh, the Injustice 2 Ultimate Edition. So it has all the DLC that's been released so far, like, I guess, Hellboy or some shit. I don't know, all of that stuff like that. But it's on PC right now. I have not bought the game yet. I'm still trying to beat uh, Arkham Knight over again. I'm this close to almost beating the game before I play anything else. But, yes, after that, I will get Injustice 2. I will be streaming it. Uh, follow me on JJ Spade on Twitter and follow me on Instagram. I'll have a link on there somewhere if you want to see me play through Injustice or whatever. Because I'm going to be put post some combo videos like I did for Injustice One. So, yeah, that's pretty much so it. You're, so, so, yeah. so yeah. 
what you're getting comes with the Ninja Turtles too, or what? No, the Ninja Turtles actually don't get released. I think till December sometime. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't have. But like, I, do you get like those other packs with like? Uh, yeah, the one in two. Red packs, Hood and well, that's good because I don't have Red Hood or yeah. um, that one broad. What the hell is your name? Uh, there's this uh, uh, this chick in a bikini. She's like a sorceress. I can't remember her fucking name. I got the player once over a weekend, and she's like totally badass. Um, yeah, I that's don't, Starfire. Maybe that is her. She's like in a purple like bikini. Yeah, I yeah, think, yeah. Kind of like is, Beyonce. Yeah, I think it is uh, red hair, Starfire. Damn it, we mentioned Beyonce every fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like a running joke. <laughs> I think it was her. Yeah, she, she's you know I I only had her over a weekend. Like she was free to play for a weekend. I was cool. kicking everybody's ass, but I don't own, I don't own that pack. Okay, so yeah, I'm supposed to get all those packs and get character packs like that. So if I buy, but like I said, I'm gonna beat. Uh, actually, I might wait. I might wait for like a, a Steam sale, like during the winter's time, like that, and maybe catch it on sale, something like that. So I, I'll see from then. So yeah, that being said, like I said, we've done all the video game and uh, whipping out dicks podcasts and <laughs> news and everything like that. Now we have about comic book news, and I want to say this for the end because. Because people that are not in the comic book industry don't know what the fuck we're talking about. For those that are in the comic industry know what we're talking about. And that will be that Brian Michael Bendis has left Marvel. He's left Marvel and he's going to DC. We don't know what capacity he's going to be in DC. We don't know if he's going to just work on the comics or maybe he may step into the movie side of it or the entertainment side of it. But basically he signed an exclusive deal to DC. Yeah. Uh, for those who don't know My- Brian Michael Bendis, basically – he has been the guy at Marvel at least from like 2000 till now. Like yeah. all the major books have pretty much been written by him, including like Civil War Two. Uh, let me just run off some some major books he's done so far. He's done uh, Avengers Dissembled. You know, he's done House of M. He's done Secret Invasion. He's done Dark Reign. Uh, he's done Siege. Uh, like I said, then he would get into the stuff like Civil War Two and some stuff like that, but. Pretty much all those books I just – he didn't do Civil War like the original Civil War, but like I said, every other thing around it, he's pretty much uh, you know, constructed it. And not only that, but his ultimate Spider-Man run is the longest run with one writer and one artist in history. Mm-hmm. Like he broke Stan Lee and Jan, Jack Kirby's record on in Fantastic Four with how many runs, consecutive runs one character did. And that's just on one book. That's not counting all the other books he was doing all at the same time. Like he was writing basically three or four Avengers books all at one time while writing Spider-Man and writing Jessica Jones and all this other shit he was writing. Like basically he he created Jessica Jones, you know, Uh, he basically he didn't create Luke Cage, of course, but he made Luke Cage relevant. Yeah, because basically when he took over the Avengers book, he made Luke Cage the leader like Luke Cage has been. In obscurity forever, he made Luke Cage lead of the team. Jessica Jones popped up all of a sudden, and they were in the Avengers team. Like you can almost say, like the De- the Defenders uh, TV show that we got, that was basically Brian Michael Bendis's like Avengers run, sort of kind of. You know, mm-hmm. just missing Spider Man. That's all. Yeah. You know, but yeah, he's the and and he brought a different and it wasn't just the storylines he wrote. He brought a different feel to Marvel because the thing was he brought. Brian, Brian Michael Bendis writes more like a cinematic TV show type of feel. So you know how dialogue used to be like really, really heavy. You know how like in the 80s and 90s you used to read those comic books, like really, really, really heavy dialogue and it's like yeah. all it. He doesn't do it like that. He kind of like let the panel speak for itself 
but says what he needs to say within that. He's really, really good at character development, character dialogue. And it's not just a bad guy. Like he doesn't write good guys and bad guys. He doesn't do that. He just write characters, you know, like he'll, he'll make, he'll make Dr. Doom and Norman Osborn just as interesting as, you know, Spider-Man or Daredevil or Spider-Woman. Like Spider-Woman is one of his pet characters also. Like he had, Grinnis has always had like his favorite characters where he always seemed to put them forefront of everybody. And he just made them interesting characters. Like he just like, you don't, like it made it seem like you don't know if Dr. Doom is a bad guy. Like he just, it's just from his point of view. You know, that's how he was writing him. That's why he made Dr. Doom a good guy in his infamous Iron Man run. Oh, he also invented Riri Williams. So, you can say and Miles he Morales, right? Williams. He invented Miles Morales. You know, he invented all the characters, and that's one of the criticisms people say about Brian Michael Ben is that sometimes he kind of uh will make an ethnic character, but he writes an ethnic character like a white man would write an ethnic character. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. So it may not come off as authentic as possible. So well, some people, you yeah. know, love the fact he created Miles Morales, but some people also think that maybe. Miles Morales hasn't been able to grow or really really been able to grow because he's been the only writer that has been touching these characters. Yeah. Maybe somebody else need to get their hands on these characters and flesh them out a little bit more. You know, maybe. Yeah. I can you know. see that. Yeah. So I don't know. Like I said, he has his ups and downs. Uh, he is. A, he's not really good at writing, you know, action. He's not the summer blockbuster writer. He's not he's not Jeff Johns. You know, Jeff yeah. Johns know how to write a summer blockbuster. He's not that guy. He's the guy. Like you can, you can just read a Brian Michael Bendis book with no fighting whatsoever. They're just sitting in the room talking, and that shit would be interesting as fuck when he's on his game. You know, because like those Illumina- Illuminati stories, like he invented the Illuminati. You know, oh, he invented Maria, uh, Maria Hill also with Shield, and the Illuminati stories were just them sitting in a room for like ten issues, just talking. And that shit was like interesting as fuck. I'm like, damn, okay, because okay, he made everybody seem like like Reed Richards. You know, everybody think he's good, 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 but you know, he has like an evil side to himself. Professor X, you know, he's always good, 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 but Professor X, if he don't like some shit, he'll just mind wipe somebody just for the fuck of it. You know, it was some interesting shit that was going on on his book. So, and just the way Brian, because Brian Michael Bendis had a foothold on Marvel so strong. Basically, every writer after him or every writer under his stable basically started writing like Bendis. You know, okay. he was a game changer in comics, the way he wrote stuff. So um, I'm interested to see what he does with DC. Like I said, you have Jeff Johns over there with Brian Michael Bendis. Uh, and that says a lot about Marvel also. because Marvel's letting a lot of their talent get away. It's ridiculous. Like I was reading a lot of Marvel comics from the 2000s. Everybody that's good from the 2000s has left. You know, they either with DC or they gone and done their individual stuff. So Marvel has really no nobody left, no no big guns left over there. I don't know what Just they're doing Jason over there. I don't know. Aaron. <laughs> it's like he's writing everything. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Jason Aaron. And I haven't read anything from Jason Aaron, but I was not impressed by Legacy from that. They're saying his store run right now is the bee's knees, but I don't know. Jason I don't really... Aaron, Jason Aaron's like indie shit's really cool. But, yeah, uh, but, uh, and and that's how Bendis was. Bendis was an yeah. indie guy, yeah. you know, that came over to to Marvel. Yeah, but, and, uh, but, and that's why you've seen such a big and 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 another thing I want to say about Bendis that you can tell that Bendis uh made Marvel doing nine eleven time because his shit was like really really depressing, like the Secret Invasion storyline. The Secret Invasion storyline, if you really want to think about it, that was just uh 
uh, a metaphor for like Al Qaeda or sleeper cell agents, you know, religious fanatics. Because the thing is, they were saying these scrolls lived around us all the time. They revealed themselves. A lot of them were suicide bombers. Like they were, they didn't care who if they took out people as long as they took themselves out. And for some reason, they were religious religious fanatics. Like every time they did some fucked up shit, they always said he loves you. They're like, who he? You know. And then uh, one of the scroll, like Nick Fury, would say, who is he? And the scroll would say, God. Well, well, my guy has a hammer. You know, and your Thor just beats the shit out of him. You know. But that's the thing that they were throwing all these, you know, metaphors in it because it was right after 9-11 that everything was super depressing, like House of M and, you know, stuff like that. So, yeah, I, I wonder what he would do with DC. A lot of people hope he goes. I, I don't I don't see him on a book like Justice League. I don't see how he would work on Justice League because Justice League is summer blockbuster action. You can't do them like he did. Like what he did with the Avengers, he just killed the Avengers, like just killed them, just uh took them off the table destroyed the mansion, destroyed the team, and then built the team back up to what it was. So basically, you can almost say, like, he he's the one that made the Avengers cool. Like, he's the one that put Wolverine, Luke Cage, Spider-Man, Iron Fist, you know, all those guys. He's the one that put those guys on the team and made the, you know, Avengers seller when they weren't sellers for, like, decades. Like, they were just bottom-tier characters. But he made them interesting and, and, and must-see books. So, uh... Yeah, well, Eli, you got anything to say about Well, Bayless? I was uh, speaking, you know, because I joined Twitter, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Scott Snyder tweeted that he and um, he sat down with Brian Michael Bendis for like a few hours the other night, just talking storylines and story ideas. And he just said, Scott Snyder said he's super excited right now. Oh, shit. So that's all I know. <laughs> I don't know. I want to see Bendis going. not write Batman. But maybe write like Nightwing or Detective or, or something. Detective or Red Hood or something like yeah. that. I don't. I don't want him to get a flagship guy. Give no. him somebody that's kind of under the radar and really flesh them out. Give him like Aquaman or something like that. And, you know, see what he does with that. I think he'll take those guys and, and just just run with it. You know. Yeah. Give him Suicide Squad. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just so because he can do that because like I said when they when every time they put him on these blockbusters like Civil War two. He comes up short because that's that's not in his wheelhouse. That's not the type of guy he is. He is a guy that is when he shines when he's doing character development. That's when he shines, you know. So, but yeah, man, DC is stacking the deck. I don't know. <laughs> and I mean, just like you said, you saying they got Scott Snyder over there. Grant Morrison could pop up anytime he feels like it. Like, damn, Marvel, get some of these guys, man. <laughs> Throw some money and like, it's not just about the movies. Yeah. Yeah. So. Jeff Aaron or Jason Aaron can't write every book here. <laughs> right. Nor do I want him to. <laughs> okay. Oh, can I talk about one more thing before we leave? All right. Okay, I want to talk about the humans. Okay. <laughs> I want to. Talk, I should have talked about the TV section, but I'm gonna talk about it now. Anyway. I don't think we had a TV section. We could talk about whipping out dicks or some shit. I don't know. So, but anyway, the Inhumans has finally wrapped. It's done. It's over. Okay. Eight episodes, and now the season is over. Uh yes, the show is as bad as everybody thought it was, and honestly, Eli, I think it's a blessing in disguise. Well, okay. Now that Inhumans has came and gone, now Marvel can stop talking about Inhumans and shoving this shit down our throat. You know, we have fi- they can finally admit Inhumans is not going to happen. You know, nobody wants them, nobody wants to see them. Don't make a comic book about them, don't make a TV show about them, don't make a movie about them. Now I'll take that back. Actually. The biggest problem with that TV show was that they really cut the budget because it had no special effects to it. Medusa didn't have a hair. Black Bull didn't have a super strength. 
But I think if they had some money behind it, like some big budget money, it might have worked. I don't. All I know is that it definitely does not work on a TV show budget. You can't do Inhumans on a TV show budget. Um, it's like it's like doing Thor, you know, on a TV budget. You can't do it, you know. But if you have him in space doing it, and you spend some money on it, maybe it'll work if you go all fantastical and have him fight the Kree and some shit like that. But yeah, that that's how I feel about that. So yeah, that show is bad. It's based definitely the worst thing Marvel has ever done. It's worse than the 80s Trial of the Incredible Hulk. <laughs> because at least with Trial of the Incredible Hulk, if you're, let's say if you're under the influence of a controlled substance, you know, <laughs> you can have fun with that show. There's no fun in humans. That show was just so passable and so bland, you can't get anything from it. So it just kind of just goes on and it's it. So I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. Um, but if you put some money behind it, maybe it, it could have been passable, but at least now we can stop pretending like the Inhumans are the X-Men. We can just be done with that. So, yeah. But the Inhumans kind of bring down the entire TV section, you know? Like, when you start looking at all the TV shows, like, yeah, Agent Carter, like, yeah, you know. Agent Shield had a rocky start, but kind of got there. But let's look at the last couple of TV shows they had. They had Inhu- uh, Iron Fish, which sucked. Defenders, which was, yeah, okay. You know, but then you got Inhumans, you like, and you got to think about, okay, if the movies are doing all this, what the fuck is the the TV show, uh, you know, division doing? Yeah. You know, they've been really cranking out some clunkers lately. Have you been watching The Gifted? Yeah, but I don't count that. As it's Fox, it's yeah. It's Fox, so I don't yeah, count yeah. that. They, okay. They're confident, you know. They also make Legion also, so they know what they're doing over there. Yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about the 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 Marvel Disney. The, the Mar- Marvel Studios, yeah. Marvel Studios, they're they're sucking ass right now, especially since they just announced an uh, Iron Fist season two. Like, why? And that's going to start shooting, like, next week or some shit? And- like, why? <laughs> Who asked for this shit? So not only is he getting a season two, he's also going to be in Luke Cage and fuck that shit up. So, like, oh, man. He's like a virus that's infecting everything. <laughs> so, uh, that's why I'm hoping that we will talk about this, not this week, but next week after that, we will talk about the Punisher. And hopefully, in my eyes, Punisher needs to redeem the TV section. Because they've been cranking out some clunkers lately. I know everybody goes crazy with Netflix, Marvel. I'm kind of like they're, yeah, okay. They have their highs and lows, you know. But hopefully Punisher will save them and change my tune about what Marvel is. So I'm just going to sit down and watch it and see what I think about it. So, yeah. Uh, other than that, like I said, if you listen to it this long, definitely like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. Sorry we're a little late this week, but hey, life happens. Shit, we just yeah. can't sit around and podcast all day. We got shit to do. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like I said, uh, definitely listen to Geeks Have. Eli, when we'll get another Geeks Have. I, I recorded – because we didn't record last night, I recorded one last night. Cool. Uh, so, who's all – was it just you? It was just or? me. It was just me ranting about Thor and Walking Dead. and um, Yeah, that, it was it – was, it was kind of short, so – Okay, but, uh, I'll, but, uh, I'll definitely check yeah. that out. Yeah, because, I, I, you know, my, my guys are all doing shit, and, you know, so I haven't been able to do it with anybody. So I was like, well, fuck it. I might as well just put out an episode. I, I hate doing that, though. I, it sucks talking to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> but just, some of those episodes are pretty interesting, though. <laughs> you kind of get introspective, you know. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, so I did pump one out. It just went up today. I, I could finally post about it because I was in Facebook jail, remember. So, <laughs> right. So it's up there now. So. Okay. So like I said, we have that. We also had this Geeks and Comics, which just released one yesterday. 
Uh, we also have Get Valiant. They've been off the shelf for a while. I think they released something about a while ago. Uh, Hoodoo TV, I think, is recording right now. So when you listen to this, their, their episode will be up. Who else we have? Comic Cast. They just released a new one. Hadn't heard their new one. Uh, but yeah, everybody. Destruction. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Introduction. Uh, Ryan is happy about the Bumblebee thing or whatever. <laughs> I'll let him talk about that. Oh, man. Uh, I was listening to their new, uh, the, the Geek and Comics where they went on like a half hour rant arguing over the, 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 uh, what do you call that shit where you gotta buy your upgrades for video games now? <laughs> DLC? Oh, yeah, Loot like, Box. Loot Crate, Loot Box. Something, something like that. Yeah, where they were going back and forth arguing <laughs> about the, basically the pros and cons about it. And, there's no there's no pros to it. It's, it's fucked up. Oh, it's, not according to Gomer. Gomer's all for it. <laughs> no, there's no winners in this except for the people that's just fucking us over. Yeah, man. America, Oh, man. that's another thing. I, I may or may not buy that Star Wars Battlefront 2. Uh, if I do, I'll put a review up of it and I'll talk about it, but I, yeah, I will I, see. I don't know. I, I mean, the only thing, because they're doing that shit, where you yeah. get to pay for all that, you know, to win, basically. Exactly. The only thing that's selling me on this game is the campaign. Exactly, no. the campaign. But do I want to spend sixty dollars just for a campaign? Yeah, and I might just go rent it or something. I'll go Redbox that shit and play it. Right, just beat it and just move on. Well, I might that, just yeah. watch it on YouTube and just say fuck it. Yeah, <laughs> like because that's the only thing that's selling me right now. Because I, I can't like I've been playing Battlefront One for two years and I still ain't got all the guns and all the cool shit that everybody else uses to kick my ass with. You know? Exactly. <laughs> so I don't I don't like that shit. That shit is not fun for me if I got to yeah. pay money to even compete with everybody else on the game. Yeah. That shit's not fun. So and I don't play it enough. I don't. I don't sit there all day every day playing it for hours and hours to unlock everything myself. So yeah, right. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, like oh, last thing I'm gonna say. I just realized this when I'm looking at it. Thor Ragnarok is already the the highest risk in Thor movie of all time. Well, I would imagine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was not much to do that. Yeah. But that's it. Uh, that being said, uh, yeah. Sorry, we're late. Follow us next time on Justice League. We are going to give our breakdown. We're going to do a complete breakdown of it and tell you what the good, the bad, the ugly, whatever. Until then, this is Leroy. This is Eli. And we'll talk to you guys later. My dick cost a late night fee. Yo, dick got the HIV. My dick plays on the double feature screen. Yo, dick went straight to DVD. My dick bigger than a bridge. Yo, dick look like a little kiss. My dick large like the Chargers. The whole team. Yo, shit look like you 14. My dick locked in a cage, right? Yo, dick suffer from stage fright. My dick so hot it's stolen. Yo, dick look like Gary Coleman. My dick. Yeah.
function, yo dick don't even function. My dick served a whole luncheon, yo dick look like a munchkin. My dick size of a pumpkin, yo dick look like Macaulay Culkin. My dick good good loving, yo dick good for nothing. My dick bench press 350, yo dick couldn't shot lift at thrifty. My dick pretty damn skippy, yo dick hungry as a hippie. Like Jesus. Dicks like Jesus. 